I'm Chris Jeppa. And I'm Katie Norgren. With us this week <laughs> is a fabulous local comic and just an all-around sweetie pie. Uh, we have Gina Harms. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and she's wearing the greatest shirt of all time today. It's uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's the bottom line because yeah. Stone Cold said so. That's just such a throwback. <laughs> it's great. I saw it in a thrift store and it has a hole in it, but I was like, uh, I still have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fine. It's, it's it's below nipple height, exactly, so yeah. you're fine. If I wear a dark bra, you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> or just be like, oh no, it's just Stone Cold's bald head that's in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so funny if like oh some God. girl took off her top and it's just instead of two boobs, it was just two Stone Cold's heads. <laughs> What? I, love that. <laughs> I don't like, know. Weird tattoos of Stone Cold. <laughs> just his face, like his face on one, and then The Rock on the other. <laughs> All the famous bald attitude yeah. era wrestlers. And then what would you call motorboating in that situation? Oh, uh, a suplex, <laughs> a bootplex. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not a. I'm not a wrestle boy. Yeah, kind of are a wrestle boy. It's true. We're a little bit like wrestle boys or girls, <laughs> I guess. Um, I thought that your shirt was intentionally torn because it was it's like right near Stone Cold's hand. Like mm. he had torn Ooh. that piece out because he, he tried can't to be break contained out. by a Punch. mere t-shirt. That's I thought it was totally intentional for that. So, I'm delighted. Perfect. I just I can't imagine what happened to all of the Attitude Era shirts that were popular when I was in junior high school. Oh, yeah. Because oh, that's God. all anybody wore. Is that one, like, with the blue 316, like, the Austin 316, yes. like, everybody had that shirt. Mm -hmm. And then the rock shirt that was just his bull thing, and it was, like, him with his eyebrow, like, yeah. I'm very cool, it's me, the rock. His, and just his famous of... saying. <laughs> I'm very cool. I am very cool, it's me, the rock. Now I just think about him from Moana. Yes. Right? Yeah, you wouldn't ever have guessed he'd become, like, a children. Yes, family now it's like, star. now. Now what The Rock is cooking is a very balanced meal for his wife and daughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Because it's very delicious and I use the herbs from my garden. <laughs> he has to find some way to spice up all of the like 48 ounces of cod he eats in a day. Yeah. You oh saw God. his diet? It's yeah, horrible. Yeah, his insane. It's he, the worst. He just has to eat so much food because he like, works out, like I don't know, five times a day. So he's just like constantly... He just has, like, a conveyor belt of, of, of steamed fish moving into yeah. his face at all oh, times. His, like, cheat meals, sometimes he posts those on Instagram, and it's, like, a stack of pancakes that's, like, half as tall as I am. Like, it's gross. Which is relatively tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stack of pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. He likes, yeah, the carb days for the rocker. Pretty intense. Like, his pizza, his pizza's just laid out, he just... <laughs> it just all goes into him. I can't imagine having that kind of, like furnace like going all the time you know like whatever his metabolism is like he yeah. must just feel so hungry all the time if he has to eat that much food yeah. and it's just constantly like burning 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 like that would be so fucking dude intense. that's why i gained 30 pounds when i started going to the gym is because oh. i was so fucking hungry yeah that's crazy how that works. i was like yeah working out i'm gonna get so lean like nope you are twice as hungry as you already were <laughs> which was pretty fucking hungry it turns yeah. out yeah love to eat guys Do yeah love to eat yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I work in a market. Obviously, I like to eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where do you work in that market? No, wait, maybe um, don't tell us. Well, give, yeah. me, give me subtle hints. Oh, I, I make coffee. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. There's a couple coffee places. Yeah. So yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't look for me. But yeah. No, like, it, it's crazy because eventually, like, I've only worked there for a few months, mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm going to run into everyone I know at some point because at some point, everyone kind of goes, goes there. to Granville Island. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't have a choice. You yeah. just, you end up there. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, I got on this brightly colored tiny boat <laughs> yeah. and it just took me here. <laughs> or everyone's going to have someone come and visit this summer. Exactly. And so then they're going to have to show them around. Yup. Take yeah. them to the market yeah, yeah. and get some fish and chips and try not to get dive bombed by seagulls. <laughs> my yes. friend, uh, my friend James is in town with his, with his partner, uh, Kirin. And, uh, cause she hasn't, I don't think she'd been to Vancouver before. He had to take her to all of the cool tourists, but she's like, I like a Granville Island. It's yeah. very pretty. <laughs> she is French Canadian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, we had some friends uh, from Portland visiting and so just trying to figure out what they should do and 
that it just comes to the top of the charts every time where it's like just go there because you kind of get the city and then the ocean and then there's lots of things to eat and drink and just you can kind of Stanley Park and Aquarium, Mm -hmm. Granville Mm -hmm. Island, and what's the third one usually? Like I guess Spanish Banks or something. Yeah, I said UBC Museum of Anthropology kind of stuff, but that's a little far off the off the beaten path for some. Not a lot of tourists going to uh, a science world, I guess, but. Yeah, I would. I was gonna say Science World, but it's because like I have nephews, and so I'm just like, yeah. you know. Like, also, that's kids. that was the thing I was the most excited about in the universe when I was a yeah. child. Is the idea of going to Science World was just like you could dangle that in front of me, and I would be like, that's the best day of the year for yeah. me, better mm-hmm. than Christmas. I loved science when I was you a kid. You get to climb into that oh, old hollow cool. tree. Yes, yeah. love the exactly. hollow tree. I am. Um, <laughs> it's unfortunate that I then had to go to high school where it was systematically. Taken out of me, the, uh, my enjoyment of science and mathematics and things. Is yes. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I like writing now, maybe, I guess. That's yeah. what girls do. I have a feather pen. <laughs> it's <sucks. laughs> like Cher head and clueless. <laughs> Not like yeah. Shakespeare head, different kind of feather <laughs> <Yeah>. pen. <laughs> I dot my eyes with hearts. Yes. Um, have you, are you familiar with Philomena Kunk? No. No, are you? Uh, you've told me about her, but I haven't actually She's, watched um, any. She's a satirical British presenter who uh, who presents on like English history and stuff like that, and she's she's got a very um, northern accent, but she comes across as posh. But when she starts talking, you realize that she has no idea what she's talking about. Like it's a fake character, obviously, oh. and it's played brilliantly. But uh, she did a whole hour long special on Shakespeare. It's like he's not just a bald guy with a feather pen. <laughs> That's not how she talks. I lost the accent for a second. I can't really do like a Newcastle accent, but mm. yeah, imagine what one. that is, and then it's that. But oh. she's very funny. Yes. Speaking of Newcastle accents, just as a total tangent, there's a fucking stupid show on Netflix called 100% Hotter. Oh. Have you seen Oh my this god, I saw up? that. I thought, okay, the picture I thought was one of like the RuPaul's Drag Race yes. people, oh. and it turned out to just be a woman who dresses like that. Yes, ah. so they take I thought it was Trixie Mattel. <laughs> they take people with like extreme looks and kind of give them a make under. Oh wow. To make them And at first I was just like, "Oh, it's going to be mean like you take a punk and make her business." Oh. But they don't. They just tone it down to keep the same elements but not as like crazy looking. Right. The thing that I hate is that they're like, "We ask the public to rate you out of 10 and then Ooh. before and after which I think is gross. Yeah. But speaking of Newcastle accents, what I love is it's set in the UK and they have people from all over the UK on. Right. Um. So there's been some really delightful Scottish accents and some Geordie accents and like all the like. I really, oh, yeah. I really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So. Essex, bro. Yeah. So yeah. I will, uh, I will continue to watch that. It looked very bad. It's extremely bad. And the thing that I like about makeover shows is watching them do the hair and the makeup and instructing how to do it. They gloss over it completely. They give them a little tutorial and then they just reveal them. And they don't show them in a variety of outfits, just one outfit. So, yeah, that's. So, they could make it so much better because the concept is like actually pretty okay. Yeah, well, like, because it reminded me of that show, like, Geordie Shore, the Mm -hmm. version of Jersey Shore. And it's like, yeah, those people are dressed like crazy. Their hair is so big and it's like, full of secrets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they're orange. They're like bright orange. Yeah, they're so yeah, tanned. exactly. And it's like no, I can imagine big like, white teeth in yeah. these orange oh. little faces. They had like yeah. this extremely twinky little Scottish boy who was like super tiny, and he had just a big bouffant hair, mm-hmm. and he mesh tank top and like little Jedward? shorty shorts. <laughs> Maybe I okay. don't know. <laughs> I know the concept of Jedward, but I don't. <laughs> Concept of Jedward, a twin act at Eurovision that okay. had big hair. Thank you. Oh. But so they eventually like taught him how to like you can dress cool. They had him in like jeans with like a nice vest and like a I don't know, whatever. He looked way better, but he was so self tanner oh, and yeah. so much makeup, and he was just like, yeah, I just like dressing like this. There's Jedward. Like, yeah, oh, wow. that's actually really awful. <gasps> Their hair is so bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. Okay, well, there's a picture of them with their hair actually styled. Okay, so yeah, his hair was like that. Absolutely. (laughs) So perfect. It was just like Jedward. Yeah. Just like Jedward. Just like like Jedward. Hanging upside down. Just like Bart. Yeah. Just like Bart. Um, And then... But yeah, so then they, they take lots of folks. So it's not just people that are, like, alternative-y. Like, there was one girl who was like, I'm an alternative model, and this is how I, like do makeup but it was so extreme that it was like actually terrifying and so they like right. toned her gave her like more of a sleek haircut and it's like then she could even transition to doing like other kinds of modeling mm-hmm. and it looked really good but then they do have people it's like this person who wanted to be a flight attendant and so she's like I kind of want to learn how to dress more professionally and they're like kind of teaching them taste but she showed up in like a lingerie 
Oh. Bodysuit with like a little mini skirt that you could see like most of her side boob. Nice. And just like, you know, six different sets of extensions. Ding. And... <laughs> Please bring me some ginger ale, sexy. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> and tastes like, so good up here in the plane. Yeah, super fake tanner, not really knowing how to do her foundation, so she was wearing like a weird shade that was like six shades darker than Ooh, her yikes. face so that it, it looked... just looks like blackface when people do that. But it just looked dirty and like green on her, like she just didn't know how to match the tone. So they actually like they just made her look like a better version of herself, and they put her in this, like, pin-up, like, Joan from Mad Men dress. Because she got, like, she had, like, a bang and bod. She was stacked. And, uh, rafters. It was amazing. So, anyway, so the show's dumb, but I really like it. Do you, are you <laughs> a, a reality TV person, or? Um, not really. Like, I, I haven't really gotten to, like, Housewives or anything, but mm -hmm. I love, like, competition shows mm -hmm. and, like, makeover shows mm -hmm. and stuff. Like where they cook the crazy thing and don't don't yes. get the ice cream maker. Yes, I can't watch those shows. They're too intense it's for me. So stressful. I, I find them so stressful. Like I can't, yeah. I can't even watch the Great British Bake Off. The what? GBBO is too intense for old Katie. Oh my god, are you fucking serious? It's I the hate, most soothing. I hate yeah, competitions. I hate to watch people be judged. I couldn't even handle nailed it. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, first episode was, was really funny though. Yeah. Like that, the the woman who made the um the Rapunzel cake, she's just laughing so hard at her own bad cake. <laughs> was that the one with the the old lady judge with the big glasses? Yeah, she was fabulous. Yeah, it's like uh, a yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wedding cake maker. Yeah, where she was just like kind of like sort of like the Doctor like, Ruth of of wedding yeah. cake. She was just wandering around bugging people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's so cute. I've really the I can't. I'm blanking on the name of the host. Nicole, I think. Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer. Yeah. She is, I've so always funny. really liked her, and I've always been like, I can't wait till she's in something that will actually recognize how funny she is. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. I remember her from, like, Girl Code, I think, mm -hmm. is the show. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. She was very funny on that. Yeah. That, yeah. that was great. And Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I guess it's just, New called, season? It's just called Queer Eye now. Right. They, I do like not that just, show. It's for not just for a straight guy. And the first episode of the new season was a lady mm -hmm. who was like, her son is gay and she's like a church mom. Ooh, and it yeah. was very much like, learn how to take care of yourself, baby. Like, you take yeah. care of everybody else. And I'm just like, bawling constantly. Oh, yeah. God. I yeah, the, so I've watched like half of the first season. I was parsing them out, or parceling them out because I, um... If they're so emotional, and yeah, I'm yeah. so <laughs> easily manipulated. Like my feelings are like right here, like like a, a hair's breadth beneath the surface at all times. So of mm. course, first episode, the guy kind of reminds me like if someone took my dad and removed all of his like natural ease with people, like all of his like confidence, and took it out of him, and then just left him in a room for ten years. Oh. Like that's what that guy reminded me of. It's mm -hmm. just like if my dad overgrew. Right. Basically, it's just like no maintenance for ten. If my mom didn't take care of my dad for ten oh, years, what yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Be? And so like watching him and knowing that they got that Tom and Abby got back together and got oh, remarried yeah. and stuff like that is very. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea, but I like. The <laughs> They did it. <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned about the future, but right now it's cute. Right now it's fine. <laughs> right now it's fine, but it's like, you divorced him for a reason, Abby! Uh, like, oh, oh. Anyway, yeah. maybe they fixed it. But now, now they're famous, so yeah. that fixes and helps everything. Right? Yes, exactly. that definitely doesn't make a relationship more difficult. Beyonce <laughs> yeah, and Jay-Z have had such an easy time of it. Oh, yeah. God. Everything makes it yes. everything easier. They released a new album yesterday, and I didn't hear about it till today. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's on Tidal, but no one has Tidal. I don't have Tidal. I only have Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, like yeah, don't put this on Spotify or something. It's like one of the lyrics. It's just like, if I cared about streams, I'd put this on Spotify. Oh my God. It's just like, damn. And I also think, I've, I've only read a tiny bit of it, but there was like some, here are some snippets of lyrics. And there was one where I'm pretty sure Beyonce is referencing the movie Half-Baked. Where she says, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you. Oh, nice. To somebody on one of the shows, <laughs> in one of the songs, I was just like... Is Beyonce a stoner? <laughs> I hope oh my so. God. I doubt it. Or maybe she has her own kind of weed called Blue Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect name for a strain. It is. It really is. If any famous person has their own weed that isn't Willie Nelson... It's probably her. Mm. Oh my god! I just like that just blew my mind. Imagining her as a stoner, I'm just like she doesn't seem. <laughs> no, she's too um, she's too on it, like mm -hmm. too together. <laughs> but maybe she needs something to like shut it off every once in a while. Right. Because I know a lot of like interesting driven people, and it's like sometimes their brains are just always going, so then they need a vice or something to just like shut it off for a bit. Yeah. So some people meditate. Some people. <laughs> she talks about getting blasted drunk pretty often. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. I just drunk can't even imagine. Love. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. She's drunk in love. <laughs> I'm high on life. Yeah. I don't know most of her oeuvre, to be honest. Like, it just, I, I missed it. I liked the Destiny's Child when it came out, and then, mm. then I just, like, then when she, like, started doing pop, I was like, I don't like pop music. I'm cool. Right. I've never been cool in my fucking life. And now, of course, I'm like, pop is the best. Pass me the ABBA forever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not even modern pop. You'll it's catch like up. Weird. It's just... Now you get to discover Beyonce for the first time for yourself when you're ready for it. Yes. When you need it in your life. You're so Once lucky. you start, yeah. <laughs> Once you start really hustling, because you're on the verge of hustling, I can tell. Because um, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> not very hustly. But but you're trying to like pitch shit. You've got some interesting life things that are maybe going to free up some more time for creativity. And once that takes off, you're going to start hustling, and then you're going to need Beyonce to guide you. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's my <laughs> soundtrack to hustle. Soundtrack. A diva is a female version of a hustler. Mm-hmm. Is that one of her? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just I feel like I got. I got more, like, I loved Beyonce more once I started getting more, like, I'm going to climb this career ladder, and then yeah. it's just like, now I need this music to pump me up so that I can go achieve some shit today. Yeah. Yeah. I have, like, a playlist of just, it's called Boss, and it's, like, Beyonce <laughs> and Rihanna, and, like, whatever, like, rap. I was, like, kind of into rap, and, like, I always said that I was, but I'm not, like, a hip-hop head. I'm, like, a... I don't know. I'm I'm very white. <laughs> you don't have you don't have a collection of sneakers or yeah, anything exactly. you're like scrubbing with a toothbrush all well, the like time. I'm, yeah. So you're not a, you're not a Colin Sharp. Exactly. That's what you're telling me. There's, yeah. there's inside baseball. Yes, for you. that's unsurprising. Go back He's to a, episode one. No, he was a 90, 90 Yeah, somewhere episode. in the 90s, but he is the whitest man I've ever seen in my life. And a very, yes. like, super surprising... Hello, I'm, I'm someone's dad, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But he loves the hip-hop. Oh, yeah, like... True, true hip-hop knows so much about yes. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, I'm like, no, I like, like, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Perfect. Is that... Do you have... Uh, is it a Spotify playlist? Or no, is it... Oh, okay. well, it was one that I made. I'm very, like... I have Apple Music, because it's Ew. just, I know, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier, because, like, I can have it on my laptop, it is Apple, and then my phone, and it just kind of syncs to it. Right. So it's a thing. But it is a thing. their playlists aren't uh, very good. I was only asking, because we had uh, Marta Wesselhoff on the show a little while ago, and she told us about a Spotify playlist that she wrote, made, called Their Gays, Deborah. Just like, they're gays, Deborah, <laughs> And she's like, yeah, it's what I put on whenever I want to feel, like, extra queer or whatever. And it's a very good playlist, nice. if I may say so. It has, like, the gossip on it and, Ooh. like, um, Perfume Genius and all other kinds of, like, very theatrical and, like, totally theater kid music, right? And I just, uh, I dig it. It's really good. So if you had it, I would add it to the list oh. of, like, guests' uh, playlists because I would love to collect those. Be like, what are you listening to? <laughs> Me? Again, the same ABBA record. It is a best of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually listening to uh, T-Pain, circa 2008. <laughs> just, just I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> the only song you listen to. Yeah. <laughs> but only his part. <laughs> only his part. <laughs> yeah. It's not a me on a boat. It's a big blue watery road. It is a great song. It's it is really a good. Song. good. Like Genuinely a good. Look at me. It's it's actually very like perfectly written. Yeah. Okay, so but my week. Oh yeah, how's talk about how my was week? Your week, Katie? So, um we definitely didn't record two episodes in a row and <laughs> this isn't me saving something for this one, but last night You already told them on the last episode that you were going to do this on this episode. I did. <laughs> I did. Hopefully no one's listening to them back to back cuz that would be funny. Um Hopefully they are, because then that would be funny. Uh, it's not <laughs> funny now, so that's too bad. You wrecked it. <laughs> I ruined, yeah. like I ruin everything. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I, I was asked to host uh, a polka party last night. I was asked to MC uh, the first annual polka dance party at the Alpen Club in, yeah, on uh, 33rd in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And so the band is Polka Time. They are comprised largely of members of my old band, the Dreadnoughts. And they have they don't have Kyle. They have but they have this guy named Mike who plays the saxophone and the clarinet, and he's fantastic. Nice. He's like super klezmery super. style. Yeah, yeah. That was the guitar sound coming out of the clarinet in that. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. though. It is very klezmery. <laughs> it sounded very Jewish. Yeah. Whenever he'd start to play it. So Good. yes. Yeah, and I, I realized like clarinet is the instrument that sounds the worst when someone is bad at it and the best when someone's amazing at it. And the gulf between those two things is 
as wide as the ocean. I see your clarinet and I raise you the oboe, which is the next level of difficulty. Okay, but if you fuck up on the oboe, it goes like... If you fuck up on the clarinet, it goes like... No, if you fuck up on the oboe, it goes very bad. Okay, what does it sound like? High-pitched. Really? Squeak, because it's two reeds. And so if you fuck up exactly the right mouth embouchure... Um, we were talking about embouchure in the last episode. If you, if you fuck up just a little bit, it goes, like, it's awful. It's so bad. And I'm sorry that I even had to make that noise. Clarinet Clarinet versus oboe. I can't even, like, um, to be honest, I can't even picture either of them. I don't even know. Clarinet is just like a cylinder (laughs) that you put your mouth on and then it's got a little bell on the bottom. It's got like a little horny bit. (laughs) It's got a little horny bit and it's black with silver keys. Uh, and an oboe, I'm thinking of a bassoon, so I have the wrong thing oh, in Oh, there you go, yeah. That's why I thought, I was like, well, if you fuck up on the bassoon, it's just gonna sound like a big old fart. Yeah, bassoon <laughs> is totally fine. Oboe is like, it's like a thinner thing, and then it's just got one reed that just sticks out the top. It doesn't have look a mouthpiece, it's just like a... Interesting. It's terrible, but it sounds so beautiful when someone plays it well. It's like haunting. It sounds like oh, it a, looks like a clarinet. Yeah, it sounds like a loon on a lake. Ooh. In that, like, haunting kind of way, you know, when you're... Can- you, there's an oboe. It just looks like a big clarinet, okay. really. It's a littler clarinet. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like a pipe. B- bitch. <laughs> sorry, I'm an orchestra kid, so this is true. I am extremely not. Yeah. I'm not at all. I had um, a jam last night where uh, our friend Graham busted out his clarinet, and then I was playing my cello at the same time, and we realized that they're exactly the same tone. So we okay. were playing the same note together, and it sounded indistinguishable. Tone, tone. And we were just like... Do we need to start a band? So I think we need to start a band. <laughs> there's yes. the there's the bassoon, which uh, co- comedian Leah Howie plays occasionally in oh. her stand-up sets. Which that is, is one of the wild. more complicated-looking cool. instruments in the world. It's a big honking thing. And yeah. you're just like, you're basically <laughs> yeah. like sipping out of a crazy straw from the side. <laughs> Essentially. Um, I totally digressed and I got into like my ultimate snobby, alienating topic. So please go back to Poke <laughs> no, Time. Oh, Poke Time. So Poke Time was meant to be like the opposite of, of snobbery yes. in, in some ways. It was so Inclusive I hosted dance party. like Nick, the the singer, is one of my closest friends. Um, like we used to be in a band together, and so it was just very nice to be around all those people. Like his mom and stepdad were there, sister was there. Your so was parents like, went. My parents went. My brother and his wife went. It was like really a hoot. Then there was a lot of little kids. Like they had encouraged little kids to come, and I thought like, why would they? I thought it was just going to all be punks, but it was totally like an equal distribution. There were like queer weird punks. There were some that were very vaguely possibly white supremacists that I was a little bit concerned about because they had like. Valhalla shit on their shirts. Oh, wow. But my brother is also really into Nordic shit, and he's not a white supremacist, so I'm like, maybe they're just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to say, but I would not, I wouldn't wear, like, Viking runes on myself, usually, just because I'm Swedish, but I don't want anyone to misconstrue me for a neo-Nazi. I'm careful about those kinds of things, because I'm not a neo-Nazi. I don't like yeah. neo-Nazis. Anyway, for the record. <laughs> yeah. Let me be perfectly clear fun. about this. The Sea the Hags podcast does not endorse neo-Nazism, or just, or just Nazism in general. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they're new or old. <laughs> so there was, like, little, little kids. There was a little two-year-old there, and I honestly thought that it was Izzy for a second, like Steve Venegas' kid, um, who is the cutest, cutest little toddler. Um, but it was a very fancy little girl with her... Um, little headband and her little crinoline dress, just, like, doing the baby at a wedding thing, just toddling around oh. the dance floor. It sounds like a wedding party, the way it that It was you... very much like yeah. that, and it was quite cheesy, and, uh, like, there was this little boy in a Ghostbusters t-shirt who would run around the outside of the crowd and, like, slap high fives with everybody, and I just thought to myself... The parents that brought their kids to this are, are smiling on themselves right now because these kids are sleeping through the entire night at the end of oh. it because they are just <laughs> exhausting themselves, <laughs> dancing to the music. It was it was great, um, and getting to host it and be like, the funniest thing, of, like, I'm a comedian, they asked me to host this, but the funniest thing about it is how seriously Nick takes this all. He's like, it is not a joke. Polka is not funny to him. He's like, Weird Al, it's cheapening polka. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be, like, Walter, Walter Okasik is the king of polka, and Okasinek, I'm, I'm saying the name wrong, I'm... Rick Okasik is from the Cars, not from polka. Oh, y- yes. Obstinac, something like that. I don't, I should check it out, because it's... Canadian and very Eastern European. So. How about don't worry about it? How about yes. shut your mouth? Yeah. Um, it's really okay. But the reason I want to bring it up is because uh, they actually had a, a guest um, uh, accordionist who uh, Austinac uh, Austinac who who plays for him, and he was 
fucking unbelievable yes. at the accordion. Cool. Because Nick is playing the accordion for them, and he is he's fine at it, but he hasn't been playing it it's, all that long. It, it, he probably does more just, like, basic accordion things, but some people are just, like, they shred on the accordion. Yeah, this God. guy, he is this unassuming, kind of nerdy guy, and he just wailed, and it sounded beautiful. Like, really gorgeous. That seems like the hardest instrument to, to, to make sound beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy, <laughs> but yeah. Oh my God. He, this is the greatest looking guy ever. Uh, look at him. Aww, look at Walter so Austin. He's, he's so, so happy. He's Canada's polka king. One That's of great. the fun things that I've gotten to do in my life is play in a band with an accordion player who also ran the Accordion Noir Festival Ooh, wow. in Vancouver, which has been going on for about quite a while. I think over 10 years. Did you know that Vancouver has an accordion festival no, every September? That's and they, amazing. they bring in people from all around the world <laughs> that are these like shredder, like these just absolute like champs on accordion. <laughs> all kinds of different <laughs> bands from all over the world, like just amazing shit. And we got to go play, our band got to play at the Kotati Accordion Festival in Kotati, California, which is like super northern California. And it was, again, accordion people from all over the world. There's, like, a dude named Duck Mandu who <laughs> plays accordion. And he, Duh. And he wears, he wears, like, a different kind of morph suit every time. And his accordion <laughs> is, like, shaped into the morph suit <laughs> with, like, spikes all over it oh, and we've, stuff. We've, like, it's just... We've talked a lot about experimental musicians today for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's just on my mind. Like, we were talking last episode about, um, about people who have created musical suits that, like, are connected to loop stations so that they can oh, make, wow. like, their voices change or like like effects Patches pedals and, and stuff. Things, yeah. yeah. So like Imogen Heap, do you know who she oh, is? Yes. Yes, the one that does that song that that is like the mm, the meme. What you say? Of course you did. That's such a good song, yes. such a good meme. Yeah. 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 That's it made no sense on Saturday Night Live. Nobody got it when it came out. But it's become right. a phenomenon. But it is such a thing now where it's just like dear sister. <laughs> By the time you read this, I will have been shot. Then the cop will shoot me. Then the cop will shoot this guy. Then the cop gets shot by anyway. It's but it's because of the OC. I was like, I do know that. Were they referencing the OC they were. on SNL? Yes. But it felt like years later. Yeah, it was. It was years later. I just I never saw the OC, and the people who watched it. Loved it. Loved it. Tell me so why. Into it. Why do you love the OC? I've oh never watched God. it. I'm just getting into the Vampire Diaries now, oh which nice. I think is a similar. Probably era. similar. I never. I did. It's a little later. I think. Yeah. Okay. It's a, uh, the OC came out when I was like twelve or something, so it was just like perfect, perfect age. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was obsessed. And I have all the seasons on DVD, and it's just like what I put on. Like, uh, you know, background TV. Okay. <laughs> I, I watch it all the time. I, it's I comforting. Really it. It's comforting now. And I'm like, does it hold up? Like, some of it doesn't? It's. It depends know. on how long time has passed, I feel like. Because I, uh, I remember, I, I was obsessed. Obviously, I was obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer when it came out. And oh, I've tried yeah. to watch it lately and been like, Nope, it's cheesy as hell. Well, it's not even that it's cheesy. <laughs> it's, I'm just like, wow, there's a lot of really toxic shit based into oh, the show, baked into mm, the show. Joss Weed. Joss freaking Weed. <laughs> <laughs> Your face <laughs> when you, you said his name is exactly how my soul feels. <laughs> Turns out you can't trust a, a guy who calls himself King Nerd. Turns out most of them are a little yeah. bit sleazy. We keep relearning that. <laughs> yeah. Anybody in this circle surprised to find out that Chris Hardwick is a dickweed? Piece of shit. Yeah. Ooh. Not a big surprise. I was always like, ooh, everything you say about women sounds very performative. Yeah. Doesn't sound like you mean those things at all. It sounds like you rehearsed that in the mirror. It was like, that sounds like something a person would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yikes. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So scary. And then did you read what he said after, um, after the, Chloe's like in response article? to Chloe oh, Dykstra's no. article? He was like, oh, none of this happened. We broke up because she cheated on me. I'm very hurt that she would say this to me as a future father. Yeah, it was messed the hell up. That is Really, so really like... messed I was like, dude, you should have talked to a lawyer first because that is yeah. a terrible statement. Oh, no yeah. Kidding. Or he must have talked to a lawyer and come up with a statement. I was going to say, that like... seems like super formal and just like... Yeah, I mean, he uh... is married to the heir to the Hearst, Randolph, like Randolph Hearst's fortune, right. so... I just, like, I was thinking about this a lot last week where, was it last week? I guess, like, this week, the end of this week. Like, what does his current wife think reading that? Does she feel like, oh, those are actually parallels of things that are in my relationship? Or has he changed and grown and then 
If he has, amazing. Mm-hmm. But how can you can you reconcile someone's past being that awful in a current I thing? <laughs> I don't think. I, I was wrestling with that. I'm like, I think I could if they've really demonstrated that they've done the work. Right. To be better than that, to have like learned from that and be like, oh shit, that was really terrible. And I've done intensive therapy and I've worked through a whole bunch of stuff and I'm I'm definitely different. Mm-hmm. But I would be kind of keeping a, like, a side-eye on them all the time. Exactly, You know, yeah. to be like, are you just faking this whole thing or not, or yeah, what? Yeah, I like, couldn't, I don't think I could handle it. I just wouldn't be able to, if somebody, like, legitimately trust. was an abuser, I don't think I could trust them again, yeah. but, like, yeah. but, you know, abusers are different with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they're different with the people they're not with, they're different relationship to relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I had a friend who dated a narcissist for a while, and it was incredibly toxic, and in the same amount of time, uh, this person has been with another person, and they don't seem to be having any of this kind of difficulty, but that's probably because this, this other person hasn't misbehaved to set off Ooh. the person right yeah. so it's like <laughs> well, just, just yeah. think about the difference differential in power because chloe dykstra was like 22 when they got together and he was almost 40 yeah. and lydia hurst is older and very wealthy so she comes into this with power so why right. would he think that he could pull that shit with her yeah you can't see my face listeners but, but i've just blown her noodle <laughs> yeah you freaked my bean i freaked your bean <laughs> your bean is freaked <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so that, let's let's maybe put that aside. But like, yeah, yeah. that's that was uh, not a big surprise to me this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Me too." Is going too far. I'm like, "No, it's no, not. Keep no. going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring down every hero we've ever had. It's, that's a dude. It's the reckoning. <laughs> yes. Let's wreck them." Yeah. <laughs> um, but you were talking about Buffy and linking mm. it to the OC. Oh, yes. And so, like, oh, you see the thing. That's <laughs> my favorite. So <laughs> but can you tell me why you like it? Because I would totally oh. go back and watch. Yes. Things. Is it like it's the serialized kind of CW drama yeah. type thing? It was like their early it was, formula. Okay, it was on Fox. Actually, oh, oh was it Fox? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's the only time someone's actually me that I find <laughs> that was very charming. Um, <laughs> actually, actually, it was on Fox. God, it just myself. seemed like a CW show. <laughs> it did. It yeah. was. It is like a teen drama, but it's funny. It, it, there's a lot of it that's really funny. I find, and like, I don't know the family dynamic. One of my favorite characters is the dad, Sandy Cohen, played by Peter Gallagher. Oh, he has the best eyebrows. Yes. He's a very handsome man. He, yeah. He's so lovable. He's got, a fa- he's got a face you would be like, oh, that's <laughs> a face. That is a man's face. Yeah. Very <laughs> but, descriptive. That's <laughs> a man's... But yeah. But like as an archetypical man. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. I don't know, because the show's about like... So like Ryan, the main character, uh, he steals a car, but he's 16, so like he... Or his brother steals a car and he's with him. So his brother's going to jail, but he doesn't go to jail. But he has nowhere to go. Like, his mom's, like, an alcoholic and whatever. So this, like, insanely wealthy family. Um, Sandy Cohen, the dad, is, like, a public defender. Okay. And so he takes Ryan in. And at first... Oh, that That's handsome man! Peter Gallagher. Jesus mm. Christ, he's in a lot of different things. Yeah. And he's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. He's, yeah. And he's, like, a showman. He, like... I don't know, he sings, and so, like, a lot, thick in hair. the later seasons, like, a lot of his, like, personality comes out, and then, <laughs> um, Seth Cohen, who's Adam Brody, has, like, all the nerd and pop oh. culture references, and I just, like, oh, I love that shit, just, mm, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, like, super into comic books and stuff. Because you lit then, up talking about I the know, OC. it's, I like, embarrassing. <laughs> no, it's the best. I love enthusiasm <laughs> about something that is hard to defend. Like, yeah. not, not hard to defend, but it's just I, hard to I feel proud of. Good. yeah. And like, and it was like one of the first TV shows that had like popular music, like as the soundtrack. Oh, right. Okay. And that now all of them do. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's how any of our friends who make music here make money. Mm-hmm. It was like their shoes. Their right. their songs get put into CW shows. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. So kind of the original time because I'm really I'm quite into a lot of the different kinds of. I guess I say CW shows is like a genre. But you just love, like, like teen dramas and things. Yeah. They don't have to be teen, but they have to appeal to teens. Oh, totally. Yeah, I just, I, I, like I really <laughs> like it. And But the music, I've discovered a lot of great music that way. And, like, mm. and finding stuff on playlists that then, like, I know now, and then you watch an older show, and it's like, that's probably where that song 
broke out a little bit. Yeah. And you go and you find the song on YouTube to figure out who it is, and all these people, I'm here from the this show or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Like this comment if you're here from the OC. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's how I heard of, like, Imogen Heap, for example. They use, like, a few few of her songs, and so... Nice. She's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. um, And she has a luckier name than Imogen Poots does. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the best British name. Come on, Imogen Poots. It's so British. That's quite. It's, it's a level up from Benedict Cumberbatch, really almost. Is. I would say people should talk. About See, but that's the more. same kind of name that you have because hers is like Imogen Poots, <laughs> right? Gina Harms, Tom Waits, Imogen Poots. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm like having a what is Poots? Farts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a nice little word for fart. I like it. Imogen Toots, basically. <laughs> yeah, Imogen Toots. Poots is so funny. I, I I like. I had a list going in my brain of like best Britishiest names, and that was one of them. A temp- Tuppence Middleton is another one. Tuppence oh, Christ. Tuppence Middleton is another Christ. one. Yeah, that's oh when I tweeted. God. I was like, oh, that that takes the takes the large and decorative crown from Benedict Cumberbatch's stupid head. Yeah, <laughs> his ugly, weird, pinky-looking head. Uh. Man. Okay, now I want to watch the OC. Yay! Do it. I'll lend you the DVDs. (laughs) I don't even have a CD drive on this computer. Like, it's so, yeah. The files are in the computer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Should we take a little bit of a break and air out the studio for a sec? Yeah, I think so. We're back. Hi. Hi. Hey. Um, so I had an idea about a question. Oh, did you? Um, just out of our conversation previously, and then okay. if there's something else, okay. we can go in a different direction. Okay, okay, okay. But, like Ryan from the OC, <laughs> what would be, the, so we're talking about fantasy, what would be, like, the fantasy lifestyle that you would want to get adopted into? Ooh, and that's that a good question. Be, that could be either when you were a teenager or now. Hmm. What kind of family would you want to adopt? Like or which fictional family or anything like that. Or, or just, like, is there a kind of lifestyle that you, they don't even have to be, like, people that Did you want to get fresh-princed? Yeah, like, yeah, who would fresh-prince you? Like, you know, find a long-lost relative that it turns out... Right. Ooh, I have an answer for this. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I have a strong great. answer for this for now. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, anything kind of popping up around um, that? Not really, like... That's such a difficult one. I have, like, two sides, where okay. it's, like... Go for it. There are no limits. <laughs> where there's a part of me that, especially when I was younger, because I wanted to travel, where it's, like, I just want to, like, live in a van and, like, um... <laughs> you, the, the movie Into the Wild. But not with you dying. No, 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 not that, but the, the couple, Catherine Keener, and I forget who the guy was. Okay. But even though... I love Catherine Keener, so it doesn't matter who wonderful. the guy is. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, they live in this, they, like, travel around in this van, and then they, like, live in trailer parks, and then they, I don't know, it's, like, weird community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it was, like, that was your, you Would know, you be homeschooled? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that they decided to take you under their wing, basically, and took you on all these, like, road-trippy, bohemian kind of yeah. lifestyle adventure oh, yeah. things. That's like, cool. Road trip across America. Would you live in, like, a little teardrop trailer that was coming off the back of the RV? Oh, my maybe? God. Like, that yeah. was the yeah. cutest thing. Like, just a little, like, a little... Thing for you, yeah. I'm I'm really obsessed with this teardrop trailers right now because there's um there's there were huge like I think they were originally made in Canada and now there's another company that bought the molds that made them mm. and they're re- refurbing them to be like more energy efficient and stuff like that and they're selling them for like twelve thousand bucks or something and I mean that's a lot. That'd be so cute to have a little trailer that was just yours <laughs> yeah. with your cool adoptive camper parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think of so they give me my space. Yeah. So those parents then from into the, or are they parents? I guess into so. The wild yeah, somewhere? I guess that would be like a great thing when, when if that happened when I was like a teen. Because mm-hmm. yeah. then you get to like see the world. Yeah. You're kind of unfettered by like school or rules or what. It's like we're just going where the wind takes us. Yeah. Like, throw a dart at a map and that's where we're gonna head to and. Exactly. You're learning about stuff. Oh no, there. Utah! Throw it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go to Montana again. Please, yeah. Daryl, throw it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd that be bad was... at that life, obviously. I like I I love that, but then also I'm not like super outdoorsy, so like I don't want to like camp and go on hikes. So what about like a ri- what about like rich travelers who take you to hotels or something? Like yeah. That? Or a really deluxe camper. Yeah, like a big RV maybe. Yeah. 
<laughs> like the ones that uh, that Jean, Louise, and uh, and Tina break into in in Bob's Burgers when they go camping. They like. <gasps> You haven't seen that one? I haven't seen that one Okay, either. they go camping, and Bob doesn't pack anything, because he's like, nature will provide, but he doesn't know mm. how to do anything, because he's stupid. Um, <laughs> and then there's, like, uh, a couple, like you're talking about, who, are, like, travel around and are preppers, oh, and they have all the shit yes, in their yes, camper, yes. and the kids just, like, go there, and then Linda, like, takes their camper wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. That's mm. perfect. I can, I can see that as, like, you know, being a 16-year-old and being, like, you know, there's so much more of the world that I need to see. I'm very limited, like, living in... Even if you grew up in a city, like, yeah. still when you're a teenager, it's just like, I know that there's so much more out there, so, like, couldn't I have someone that would, like, take me around and show me the world? Totally. So I totally... I get that. Yeah. Very like, much. I grew up in Kamloops, and I just, like, couldn't wait to leave. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> it's not the best. Yeah. Spent a lot of summers there. Not not the fave. Oh. I'm going there in two days. Oh, <laughs> fun. They've got that. They have one of those Cora's breakfast places, <laughs> at least. I like yes. those. Good eggs. I don't know. Kamloops has the best um, high-speed internet outside of the lower mainland in the whole British Columbia. I thought that was Kelowna. It is Kelowna. You're correct. I get them mixed mm, up all the time. Everyone does. I'm so sorry. Everyone does. It's like the K name. They're, they're the pretty same. far apart, though, aren't they? They're not super uh, close together. Like two hours, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that is. Um, I just watched a, I watched a documentary yesterday about the Faroe Islands. Are you familiar? It's the islands that are north of the Shetlands, uh, above Scotland. Oh, so in not between, the Orkneys, but... No, 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 not okay. the Orkneys, no, the uh, the Faroe Islands, which are, um, it's almost like, a, it's they speak Faroese there, which is like a cross between Danish and English, kind of. It's it's not really either, it's its own thing. Um, and there are 50 or 60,000 people who live in the Faroe Islands, there's 18 islands, and they all are connected by tunnels, like, for the sake of equality, and they have massive, what? like... Sorry, that's the coolest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> they have wow. this, the most, um, like, access, like, <clears throat> fastest broadband access like through cell networks basically you can you can go 80 miles out into the ocean and still have like wireless coverage. Ooh. Dang. Which is so cool. And it was just like you know how um Halifax looks so like beautiful and like everything is like cute colors and mm -hmm. fish boats and all that kind of stuff. It's like that. It's like the up the sort of Norwegian style of house building mm -hmm. where they're just bright bright colors and they're simple construction but they so you can see them from the shore. <laughs> But their tech is really advanced there, and they have, like, really robust governance and stuff. They're, they're like, self-governed, but they're a Danish territory. Very interesting. Anyway, completely besides wow, the point, yeah. but... Your fucking <laughs> wife should go there because she could still work from... Well, yeah, but it, it's also pretty isolated, and I don't imagine it has a ton of, like, artistic culture because there's only 50,000 people, but apparently they have three newspapers and, like, nine radio stations and stuff like that, so I'm like, what? Wow. Like, that's, that's like, maybe three times the population of Salt Spring Island, I think, is, is living in this... <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, it's completely out of nowhere, but I thought that's it cool. was... Fascinating. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I wrote it down in my fucking bullet journal. <laughs> S A R O E is how it's spelled. Anyway, cool. Yeah. So um, okay. Okay. So you said you had Very two cool. minds. So there was the sixteen-year-old oh. bohemian road tripper lifestyle. What's the yes. other I, pendulum? Or I couldn't pick like a specific because I also like wanted to be an actor and uh, you know like wanted to go to the Oscars. Yeah. Um, so, so if like, like Goldie Hawn and Burt Reynolds oh, adopted yeah. you or something? Uh, Kurt Russell. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I want Goldie Hawn and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> they share you because they don't live together. Yeah, I don't want Kurt Russell as my dad because yeah. he's too hot. Yeah, he's too hot to be your stepdad. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, Snake, or whatever the hell his name is from Escape from LA. Snake, I think. Yeah. Seems right. I haven't oh. seen that movie. But, like, some kind of famous dynasty family that yeah, would have Yeah, I guess access. that would actually be, like, What if the Smiths cool. adopted you? Oh, my God. Smiths. Like, <laughs> and Will, Will and Jada. Oh, I was like, who? <laughs> and you could be the sister oh. to Willow and Jaden. I'm, like, way not cool enough. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids None are, of like, us are. crazy. Like, <laughs> smart and cool and yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. They're next level, absolutely. I right? Think, I think, <laughs> what is that? Jaden's probably, like, 20 now. I would love to smoke a joint with him. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Did you watch The Get Down on He's Netflix? so good in that. He is so good in that. And oh. there's one episode in the first season where they go to, like, into New York, and it's like a Andy Warhol kind of voguing party. Wow. And that was, like, the 
best cool. piece of television like artistry that I've seen in a really long time. Because Baz Luhrmann, he does like chaotic, crazy crowd scenes with a dreamy, right. drugged up effect. Just a real a, Moulin Rouge kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very um, yeah Moulin Rouge or like you know the Mercutio party scene in Ooh. Romeo and Juliet, your right? To your yes. Too. So it was extremely yeah. similar to that, and I just I fell in love with Jaden Smith from that, Ooh, and it's that like fucking party. Scene. I gotta watch that and now. It's really good. The first season's fucking amazing. The second season was kind of like a little right. less, but like it's ba- it's like a West Side Story kind of vibe. Mm. Like it's great and the music is so good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it again. I've decided. It's like <laughs> that good. You're going to schedule it. I literally am <laughs> writing it down in my book right now. That's fun. <laughs> um, That's wonderful. But yeah, just how like both Jaden and Willow, I guess, have this, like, very cool gender expression and yeah. creativity. And their parents and... are really, like, publicly supportive of them yeah. doing that, which I really enjoy. Yeah. They seem like a very nice family, honestly. Yeah, like, they I have know. more money than they know what to do with and are probably secret Scientologists. But other than that, I think they're great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, they have to have flaws. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I think any money that anyone has over $5 million is sinful. But whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. You were pointing. I, no, I was just going <laughs> to ask, like... Maybe not even adopted into said family, but it's like you're the quirky au pair that gets to work for them. Oh like, yeah, that would, that would be, be kind of another fantasy thing where it's like definitely. you get to be work for like you get to be caught up in their lifestyle and you're traveling with them yeah, everywhere. Like Neil Patrick Harris but... and David Burke's kids or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that would be perfect. I feel like I they would, would be really that. annoying though. <laughs> yeah. Not, I'm like, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is annoying. Weird tangent. Like I just saw his like Twitter. That I don't he said f- about Rachel Bloom or. That? Yeah. But then also, like, that made me, like, click on his Twitter, and he just, like, his bio was like, my birthday is this day, please send gifts to this address, and he's freaking tweeting, just like, I want this for my birthday, and I want this for my birthday, and I'm like, he has fans, send him gifts, and I was like, that's weird. Are you like, what? He was so cool for like a minute, and now it's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have resurrected Doogie's career. Yeah, <laughs> he's a very talented man. He's a great singer. He's a very good actor. But oh, yeah, but t- seems like a bit of a dick. Um, did you hear what he said oh. about Rachel Bloom? No, it Rachel was, Bloom is crazy ex girlfriend. Rachel yeah, Bloom? she was she was doing the backstage hosting at the Tonys, and she guess she was just wearing a like an outfit with a top hat. She's wearing a Stephen Sondheim T shirt that she had custom made. Yeah, and a top hat, and I guess she said mm, or oh my god or uh too many times for him. Oh, so he fuck like off with that already. He like, he like posted in the vo- like in the voice of his said like Gideon asked me who is this lady in the top hat asking, and so she replies to him like. I'm a big fan of yours. We've met several times. My husband wrote on your show for five years. Oh my god! And actually wrote the episode where your character meets his father for the first time. Wow! And he replies, like one of the most impactful, like. And he replied back with, "Oh, my mistake. Like, didn't even apologize. No, basically, yeah. which is just so no. like he just kind of kind of said like, oh, well then. Like, yeah, it was well, just like oof. I was just like." <laughs> Rachel Bloom is going to be my best friend. No, not, no, you're still my best friend. But Thank Rachel you. Bloom is going to be my new best friend. Like, I did actually feel a little... <laughs> She's so cool, though. She's so cool. I've I'm also her. really cool. <laughs> yes, you are. But you didn't release a song called Fuck Me Ray Bradbury. I could. <laughs> I write music. Could you write, what, what other sci-fi author could you write about having sex with other than Ray Bradbury, since that one's already been uh, done? Ursula K. Le Guin. <laughs> Ursula Le Guin, won't you please put it in? <laughs> I mean, now you're writing the song, so like, what else am I supposed to do with it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, William Gibson, let's fuck, please. <laughs> Octavia <laughs> Butler. Oh yeah, is she, she kind of sci-fi. So is Ursula Le Guin is dead, also. So oh, do they have to on. be living people? <laughs> Ray Bradbury was alive at the time she wrote that oh, okay. song, and apparently he did see the video and thought it was very funny. He was like 93 at the time. That's great. Are you familiar with the song? It goes, no. "Fuck me, Ray Bradbury." The <laughs> greatest sci-fi writer in history and it's just all about how horny she is for this writer of books uh, he is he was he was a very old man when the song came out that is so. goddamn delightful that's anyway. awesome no patrick so, harris boo yes yeah Sorry, like boo like all these yeah whenever someone it's like oh they're just so nice and like so cool and fun and it's like there's something mm-hmm. god damn it <laughs> it turns out most men are just dicks <laughs> yeah. some women are terrible but i don't know very many of them mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of white women still suck bald 
not in that way. Wait, some of us do. Yeah. <laughs> some of us do. <laughs> no, but, right. but I meant I meant in the bad way, being yeah, bad, not in the nice bad way, way of people. Like, it's the it's thank the inter- you. Thank you for sucking my balls. It's mm. the intersectionality piece. Anyway, blah blah. We don't need to get into that. But we know we've got lots of work to do. And we glitter to, really sticks. We need to call in our own so people. Just reapplying your glitter. This is a special custom <laughs> glitter blend that my friends made for their relationship commitment ceremony that blends their two aesthetics. You know together. we have friends that have relationship commitment ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> so at queer brunch after 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 party that we did today, uh, everyone was wearing the glitter at the party. It was very good. So. Oh, I love it. I, I was not great. invited, but I think it's good. <laughs> These are people I know, but not as well. So. Yes, oh, there were yeah. only ten of us, so it was a tiny thing. I'm not angry. I'm never mad at someone for not inviting me to their wedding. Yes, yeah, never, never upset. So to go back to the question, so you wanted yes. to be an actor, and what yes. what is kind of the inside access that you would want from this whatever family adopted you into their like fame? Yeah, I don't know. Daddy, I will guess. you get me a pot, please? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the end game. Just to like meet celebrity, just to be around that at that time. Like I don't know. My... It seems so exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's just a completely different lifestyle than, than Cam Loops. Exactly. Yeah. Than I know. And yeah, I'm not what about really now? Sure. What about now? Who do you want to kidnap you now and be your parents? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I keep hitting your knee with no, my knee. I'm not trying okay. to flirt. A little um, bit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Can I say who I want to adopt? Me? Yes. Okay. I want yes. Enya to adopt me. Oh, with her <laughs> castle. I want to live in her Irish castle with her ten cats with her. And I want to wake up every morning to her going, sail away, sail away, sail away. <laughs> I wonder what she's like for real. Like, if she lives kind of all by herself in this thing, do you I'd think I'd see her in the castle and she'd go, ooh, and then run away. <laughs> so you so it would like it would be like you're living in your own castle and because... that she was haunted by the ghost of Enya. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> She'd be like, uh, uh, "This this soda bread in the kitchen farewell." <laughs> <laughs> so Enya, I think is is who I would like to be in a lifestyle with is to live in her castle and then I would get some beehives in the backyard and get some raised bed gardens going nice. and and just basically be like, oh, um, Enya, have you had enough to eat today? And she'd be like, I've eaten a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you could be Enya's caretaker. Speaking of au pair, like, you, you're the move-in, live-in caretaker for Enya. Yes. Right. Who is, like, in her later years, ailing... But not in a devastating way, just in a glamorous way. Like she's yes. got, I'm, I'm yes. just thinking like right now, I'm like, I don't think she's very old. I don't she, even think she's more she than 55. She actually just like wants the company. <laughs> she has some mysterious like... I'm trying to think of who else is reclusive. Like maybe Kate Bush, but I heard that she's really conservative. So I was like, I don't want to live with Kate Bush. What do you mean. What do you know about Enya and like her personal life or anything? Zilch. Yeah, she is Zilch. not open about Super it, which private. is why I was like, she's going to be on the other side of the castle. I'll be on this side, and we'll eat at either end of a very long <laughs> dining table every night. And I'll be like, Enya, Enya, please pass the salt. <laughs> And then uh, an old decrepit butler will pick yeah. it up and take it over to me. And I'll be like, oh, wait, I don't want this. Take it back. And I'll make him walk it all the way back there. <laughs> but then it's an inside joke between you and Enya because you're both trying to torment the butler. And that's we the just game hate him play. for no reason. We just And we want him. It's because he came with the castle. He's a ghost oh, also. Yeah, yeah. Also, a ghost. also, the butler's a ghost in this. Okay, yes, and the butler's a ghost. <laughs> okay, who, why not? Who do you need to adopt you, Chris? Uh, Andy Samberg and Joanna Newsom. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> because then choice. I would get the best of both worlds. Yes. I'd get to go be in the chill sort of comedy scene with all the podcast people oh, that I like. Oh, this is a good answer. I'm so Thank mad. you. And then, <laughs> and then Joanna Newsom with the weird classical weird shit that I do. Like yes. I would like totally. A queen's apple ripe. <laughs> I would be their au pair. I would look after their nice children. Well, and they have kids now. The, I Come think on. she has one. Yeah, she just had a baby recently. Yeah, or something. two kids. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh. I don't. I don't actually oh. know their life. Oh. Um, but don't they have that? You like, should if you're going to move in. With them. <laughs> don't they have that house that they bought Charlie from someone? Chaplin? Glamorous. It was Charlie Chaplin's old house. And it's like Ooh. incredibly like Orientalist or whatever. Like it's Moroccan. It's very racist. Style, like, but it's pretty. But it's I really like that aesthetic so yeah. much. Nice. It's like you're living in a Spanish grotto, like that was Moroccan inspired through like the Crusades. A Moorish, or a Moorish <laughs> Spanish. It is it is Moorish. Yeah. And I hate that. <laughs> you know, right. more or less. <laughs> 
Katie. Get out, Katie! <laughs> Leave! But having that kind of, like, beautiful architecture around, it's so eccentric, and for two kind of seemingly down-to-earth people in this weird eccentric house... Yeah. I kind of dig that a lot. It's, it's kind cool. of ostentatious and just strange. And then I would like to be the one that Joanna Newsom, she's like starting to write something and wants to bounce some ideas off of me. So then I would like, then I would jump in with my cello and I'd be able to jam along with her improvising and then we'd find like the next thing. And then I would stop being their nanny and I would be her full time collaborator. (laughs) Yeah. And then I would still live there in their pool house or something. Right. You know? Well, that's in in the OC, Ryan (laughs) lived in their pool house. Nice. In the OC, Ryan lived in their pool house. <laughs> it, it all came back around, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I really like that a lot. I did think of something that's kind of like maybe a medium between my two teenage Please. ones. I really appreciate the like full glamour versus like bohemian. Like, yeah, because we're very I've, interested in the balance. Of I've life, always so. had that, but I thought of so uh, I think I'd want to constantly be on tour with uh, Florence Welch. <gasps> That's a great I got, choice. I literally got goosebumps. <laughs> there, I saw a clip of her at Lollapalooza, and there was a storm, and it's like lightning and thunder, and she's just like, ugh, she's just so like ethereal, and I was like, this seems like a magical yes. experience. Like, I saw her live. Oh. She she played here two years ago, I think. She was excellent. But I just yeah, that. flowing sheer gowns yes. and just hair and limbs like yeah. just She's incredibly physically fit is one thing I noticed is oh. that she was wearing a white suit instead of big dresses. It was like a white pantsuit. And she ran throughout the entire concert. She was running from one end of the stage to the other. She ran up a catwalk. She oh just, my god. She didn't stop running and she never sounded out of breath. So I was right. just like, and her oh, voice I was like, like this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's so and she's weird looking like her when you really like get a look at her face you're like oh she's an odd looking yeah. person who is also beautiful yes. yeah but she's not, not conventionally. like she's not like uh i'm trying to think of who is conventionally beautiful like a hadid or something like that he, right. jennifer aniston is my reference oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like the 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 crispest eight and a half a person can ever be basically is jennifer aniston we're talking half. <laughs> you bitch everyone's a 10 everyone yes, is everyone a 10. is a 10 but if, it, if it's legitimately a one to 10 scale yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. at 10 is the hottest you can be she's an eight and a half sure, right who's sure. 10 i don't know they have to be really like iman t- iman is a 10 yeah <laughs> Ooh. iman's a 10 yeah 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 absolutely i mean like yeah i guess i was like who could it be or like iman i was like oh yeah supermodels but also supermodels who are in their 60s who still look amazing yeah <laughs> she's maybe so like in the past if david bowie and iman could adopt me that would have been Ooh. a lifestyle oh my god wow. if adopt me 10 years ago and i could be like hey get your liver checked out <laughs> oh my god what if you could time travel with the knowledge that you know now and you get ad- adopted into their life and yeah that's what you do yeah and that's what i do i would 100 percent do that and then i don't know i would look after their kid 10 years ago <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah i would have been old enough to do that yeah i would like to time travel back into the sort of like andy warhol scene or whatever and just see like Ooh, there's a there. there's a good question for now or the future that i'm going to write down because we're going to probably end up reusing questions here and there sure. but uh everyone's gonna have but mine is like answer. you yeah. can time travel for like either 24 hours or like five days or something like, like where would you go in history for like a short period of time where you can come back you can't affect any major changes but you can travel back in time to observe something like what would you want to see because for me i would be like first thing i'm doing is going to the hammersmith odeon in 1973 and seeing fucking ziggy stardust and the spiders from mars nice that is the thing i would want to do i would love to see david bowie as ziggy stardust live like in the past that would be cool. and then i would just be doing like bumps of cocaine off of somebody's long nail in the crowd yeah, and i would be back, like back when cocaine bit, was still good i'd be like this cocaine doesn't have any fentanyl in it <laughs> also i don't know what cocaine feels like because i've never done it because <laughs> right. i'm a comedian so i can't because if i did i would do it yeah and I can't do that. I would time travel back to, like, Weimar-era Germany to, like, Ooh. 20s, like, after World War One, before Ooh. World War Two. I know that there was fascism brewing and a lot of bad shit, but there was... So a... is there now, so... <laughs> and there's just as much, like, queer commingling now as there was then, like, uh-oh, shit. Oh, shit, it's a loop. Oh, no, we're stuck in a loop. <laughs> it turns out history fucking repeats itself, folks. Oh, just a little a bit, bit of history, history repeating. repeating. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Ow! Um, but I would go back then and I would get a really nice short haircut and I would kiss a lot of people. Would you go go to La Monocle in Paris? Maybe the first lesbian nightclub? I mean, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It was, in the twen- it was actually earlier than the 20s, and that was, like, a big thing. It was, like, lesbians had monocles. 
oh the, my God. Uh, that was like a, oh, does she wear a monocle? <laughs> <gasps> that was like a symbol? Yeah, I like how gay men in England wore green <gasps> carnations. Because oh. Oscar Wilde wore green carnations. It's like oh, wow. it's like hanky code, but like way classier <laughs> than having if a If only Justin O'Hearn was here, he could tell us all about yeah, this. Yeah. Like, what are all the secret queer things? Bring him back and tell us all of those things and then let's wear them out okay. to a party one day. All, all of them. He's all a doctor now. <laughs> Guys, he's a doctor now. Nice. He's a doctor yeah. of pornography. Um, can you think just kind of the first thing that comes up around like time travel era that you'd like to go observe? Um, I would love to observe like um, like uh, like royal, like Queen Elizabeth. I don't even know. Like okay. the first Queen one? Elizabeth. Shakespeare Times one? Or like current one? Yeah, yeah. With the, the bald guy sh- with the feather pen? <laughs> Shakespeare Times Elizabeth or yes. Corgi's Elizabeth? Shakespeare Times Elizabeth. Lead just, makeup, black teeth times? Yeah, I, yeah, just to see that. Just mm-hmm. to like, how smell people it. lived. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, let's go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it smells like shit. <laughs> Everywhere. Like, no, like literal shit. Like, right. not just like vaguely like shit, but like actual shit from poop. That we're walking through and our dresses are getting stuck in. And yeah. Stuff. But to, yeah, to be like a... You can go to the Globe yeah. Theater. Ooh, oh, wow. That's a way you better answer. You boys in dresses. <laughs> and throw rotten fruit at people and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or, but... I was thinking not the Globe Theater, but one of the private performances that Queen Elizabeth got from a Shakespeare yes. troupe in the palace. Oh. And to be able to, like, be one of the... I'm just... Like, you kind of go and you figure out, like, Outlander style, you make your own outfit and you go back and, like, <laughs> right? and you sit there and you're dressed as, like, a page or something like that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. If we could go back in time, could we go back into fictional time and have sex with Jamie Fraser? <laughs> <laughs> Just asking! Just go to Scotland now, my I am, dude. I am only, I'm only straight for that guy. Just kidding. More than that. Yeah. Just be so hot! Go to Scotland now, there's a lot of guys that look like have that. and butt? They love Canadian oh girls because Canadian girls are so bold. Oh. Are and we so bold? We're much bolder than Scottish women, apparently. Like, oh. Scottish straight women are quite reserved still, apparently, and so Scottish men really enjoy, if you can keep up the banter, and then they will just... You love that bant. <laughs> yeah. You so I hear. I did live in Scotland for a while. <laughs> ah. And they loved your boldness there. Yes, so that's a thing. So just go to Scotland now. You don't have to time travel yeah. to fuck a Jamie Fraser. Uh, that's what you really find want. one. That's what he looks like. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Hewn. Sam Hewn. He's alright, eh? He's pretty good, I, eh? I do like nice. a Scottish accent. There's <laughs> a, oh. a gif. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, rewatch Outlander is also. Rewatch Outlander. Yeah, I have a lot take of TV. Me no lolly, bro. <laughs> I have a lot of TV to rewatch now after this particular episode. Oh, I forgot that that scene is where they're, like, tying him to a thing to flog him. It's not great. It's a, a, it's a horrifying scene, but oh. it's also, it starts out real sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, gross torture porn in that show. It's yeah, like, oh, he, he goes, through, like he that. fucking goes through it, my guys. He goes through it. The guy gets his ass handed to him. Anyway, hmm. digression. Oh, there's his butt. <laughs> it's on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Pretty good. Oh, wow. Someone made a collage. Oh, my God. A butt collage? Okay, this is not good audio. Ah, it is a butt collage. It's a butt collage. (laughs) That's nice for them. Cool. It's a derriere collage. Fuck off. You tried so hard with that I really did. I put it together. What's decolletage but the butt cleavage? Uh, de... It is derriere collage. Like, that's that's gotta be... Does he have the, you know how sometimes women have like the dimples on their lower back that are not, they're not, (laughs) apparently cellulite doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) Those little back dumps are pretty cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, now are we just getting like warm and horny? We're at an hour. (laughs) Why don't we just end it on, on the, okay, uh, let's end it on one horny (laughs) question. One very horny question. Let's see. Um, (laughs) What historical figure is the hottest? (laughs) I don't know. Who is it? JFK was cute. Oh, yeah. But, like, a terrible human. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, anybody who's ever been the president is probably a bad person. Okay, yeah. Fair. I'm not, like, a history buff at all. No, me neither. I can't really think because... That's not true, I am. The further further you go back in time, the kind of actually grosser people were, and so I don't know (laughs) what I would... (laughs) Okay, well, and I can only really think of of men from, like, the 30s or later, basically. I'll just say Cary Grant. I guess that's fucking day. Okay, (laughs) fair enough. Um, Gina, thank you. That was really fun. Where where are you at? You have anything to promo? This is coming out next week. 
I not no no <laughs> no. You don't have any big shows coming up. No no. I, yeah, I'm 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 around. I'm around. <laughs> look for look for Gina Harms. Exactly. Do you have social media that is a public thing that you oh, promote yeah. stuff on that you can share with people? Yes, um, and that we will link to. My Twitter is just my name, Gina Harms, and then my Instagram is uh, kind of my name, but it's the letters. Hina Jarms. Hina, it's Hina Jarms. Yeah. I didn't need to describe that. <laughs> I like that. Hina Jarms is, I, it makes me laugh every time I see it. Oh, good. So, yeah. nice. nice. Oh, most excellent. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, Katie, do you have anything that's coming out in this? Actually, um, I will be, when I'm back from Portland, I'm doing the Foxhole on, I think, the 26th or the 27th. It's a Wednesday. Um, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I just always like, well, I'll probably be at the Foxhole once a month till it's done. Yeah. Um, and also it's, this is far away. I'll mention it later, but in August, on August 8th, I'm competing in the yuck off and I would like to, oh. I would really like to go through one round at least. I don't care about winning, but I would love to bypass the audience selection round. I would like to be judged by an actual judge jury. Okay. Yes. So that means so. we need to get the, get the fam out to yes. movie through. Yes. out here. Yes. I don't really, I don't want to think that I'm someone who needs to do that, but I'm like, I don't ask for people to come out to stuff much anymore. Baby, yeah. I'll help you stack that deck. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Um, okay. you. I, I don't have anything coming up except I, folks that live in East Vancouver, there's a consultation on a housing project that you should go to and support it. <laughs> it's on the 26th of June, and I don't know where it is. This is an extremely helpful PSA, but... They want to build a detox center and housing project in East Van, and there's a lot of community opposition to it, because... Fuck off, NIMBYs. Yeah, literally, people are like, commercial drive, it's great that it's diverse, but it's diverse enough, so we don't need that, and so I really want people to come to this and say, hey, yes, we support people in recovery, and we need this, so... Yeah. It's not like it's going to be any more disruptive than people who are already on the drive. Yeah. Yeah, how about instead of people sleeping on the street in doorways, they have a place to, like, live inside... I mean, that would be kind of okay. Right. So, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. The whole none in my backyard thing sucks. Yeah. And it's June... like, guess what? They have to be somewhere. Yeah. We're people and we live in a fucking society. Yeah. So, June 26th, 6 o'clock. I'm not sure where. BC Housing website, etc. I'm also going to go see Robert Plant next week, which I'm very excited about. Oh, baby, so... baby, 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 yeah. baby. So, anyway, that, my plug is for Robert Plant. Have you heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are sold out. So, fuck you. I'm going to Allie and AJ tomorrow. Oh, oh my god, that one of those chicks is in My Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> AJ, I think. Or, you know, it's Allie. It's I Allie. Think. <laughs> She's very beautiful. She's probably a nine. <laughs> okay, we're good. Bye. Bye. <laughs>